But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily, coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. It is Rasslin' Rob behind the glass. We have a special guest today, uh, legendary softball player, ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy Palumbo joins the show. Jimmy, how are we, buddy? Hey, what's up? Good morning here. Fresh Friday morning. Nice traffic on the way up here. Coming up from LBI, Uh I just found out that LBI is the most populated city in the world. It goes Shanghai, (laughs) um, (laughs) someplace in Budapest, and Long Beach Island. I love it. I love it. And I will predict there'll be a hurricane someday, and the entire island is only three inches above the sea level. But don't worry. We're stronger than the shore, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I was... uh, I've always been told. There's just every... I've never seen... It's Times Square on that island. <laughs> it's insanity. And, you know, people go, oh, let's go to let's go to Treasure Island, that little that little theme park they have yeah. there. It's like, it's only six miles away. Hour and a half in the car to try to get to. Yeah, that, that whole thing is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's Treasure Island. I don't like people. No way. Uh, I don't like being around people. So anyway, <laughs> welcome to the show, Jimmy. I hope you're doing well. And the to pop, be here. God, the podcast actually just dropped this past week. Uh, I Was was I on this week? Yes, I had the, the, the battle wound uh, on my yes. hand. Uh, I was are bleeding you, out. Are you recovered? I'm good. I'm caked over now. Uh, it's, ten, it looks like it's okay. So 10-day disabled list? Yeah, it was uh, retroactive, retroactive to the day before. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was wondering. I was like, that means you're not eligible to come off the aisle until Thursday <laughs> of next week. So Listen, it, that was a first for Chop Sports. We had to do a, a podcast with an injured man. I was literally bleeding out as we were doing you the show. Like that so. photo of Y.A. Tittle in the end zone. <laughs> 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 Perfect. I love it. So anyway, uh, back to the, the show here. Uh, if you want to support Chop Sports, do so by heading on over to patreon.com forward slash Chop Sports. That's how to do it. Three, five, ten dollar increments coming soon will be some of Gooch's exclusive fantasy advice and a fantasy ranking system each and every week as we get geared up for football. It's a fantasy Friday football. Fantasy football Friday. I could say that. Um, anyway. Fantasy Football Friday today. We'll go over a couple things here and there about the upcoming season with all your mock drafts and all that stuff uh, has have started. And uh, we'll, we'll provide you with all the information that you possibly need as we get closer to that. Also, if you're watching this video on YouTube, please do us a solid. Like that video, please. I don't want to be like one of those cliche, like, smash the like button. Just just hit the thing, the thumbs. That's it. It's all it takes. Uh, we appreciate that as well. Gooch, a lot of shit yeah, went bro. down yesterday, boy. You said you had a long rundown. Well, let's, uh, like, let's as, do it. As little as there was that took place in sports yesterday, there's a lot of these little mini headlines that we'll get to talk about. Starting in the NBA, we talked about LeBron and his contract situation. The I- Lakers and LeBron James met yesterday to talk contract extension and hopefully for his sake that means that they're going to line up and draft Bronny in two years. Bronny's going to Rutgers we'll, apparently. Did you hear about that? We'll Jimmy? talk about that. We'll, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that later. I, I <laughs> thought that was, that was one of the that things. That was an ill-advised uh, all right. <laughs> you read the article it just said like that like they, he didn't rule them out yet, basically. Yeah, he didn't say no. they, also, they also didn't rule out like he also four. he also <laughs> never heard, he also never heard of them, so that might be why he hasn't ruled them out. But moving along, moving along, Major League Baseball. We had a couple interesting tidbits yesterday. Whit Merrifield, the guy that was traded to the Blue Jays, who was not vaxxed, is now vaxxed. Ah, so congratulations! All systems go for Whit Merrifield and the Blue Jays and the Angels. I don't know if it was a record in Major League Baseball yes, or a team they set record, a record, but they hit seven solo home runs yesterday and they lost the game eight seven. So that <laughs> is terrible. very Angels of 2021, mm-hmm. if you ask me. Yes. UFC news: uh, Dustin Poirier and Michael Chandler was announced for UFC 281. Mm-hmm. I have UFC 28. I think it's 281 <laughs> in um, Madison Square Garden. Poirier opens oh, up on the as Garden the, card. Yeah, minus Ooh, 145 baby. favorite. Chandler minus one. 125 or you plus 125. I don't know. The MSG cards, they they load them up and they're they get pretty expensive. Oh, yeah, was, like maybe they, third it's, market. It's not like it used to be five years ago. It it, it changed the game. Conor McGregor changed the game. Got it. Um speaking of Conor McGregor, we all heard about his new movie Roadhouse. Yeah, don't get it wrong. Star, this time. Co-starring him with Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Gosling. Because of this <laughs> new role. Horrible. Wait a minute, wait, wait. No, all three of them are in it. Don't get it twisted. It's Connor. Isn't that uh, the broke back? Oh, that was Heath Ledger. Never mind. Sorry. R.I.P. Settled down. And yes, Jake Gyllenhaal was. Yeah, but I was talking about the the other guy. The combo. Oh, no, it wasn't the combo. But yes, Conor McGregor is now hinting at retirement. 
because he's now <laughs> there's no real reason for him to be mm. fighting anyway. He's like the third richest athlete in the world right now. He right. makes all that money off proper twelve. I don't know what the movie deal is kind of hinting well, him at retirement. We're, we're but also redoing Beer League. We're gonna have Jonah Hill as <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> that actually would hit. 100%. That would hit, actually. All right, so I'm all over the place here. Let me skip it around. All right, um, college football news. Nick Saban called 2021 a rebuild, and I do have the quote right here that I'm going to read. Last year, we had kind of a rebuilding year. Yeah, they went 12-2. and two I was going to say, like, wait, 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 I would love that to be a championship game. Last year, we had kind of a rebuilding year, so we should have nine starters back on offense and nine back on defense, but six guys go out early for the draft. So we now have five back on offense and seven back on defense. So that in and of itself creates a few more question marks, but also creates opportunities for players, blah, blah, blah. Rebuild? <laughs> what are we talking about? I, Rebuild? As, as a Rutgers fan, I don't even know how to, like... Yeah, I, I, you're just, you, you're building. <laughs> for, for the entirety of Rutgers has been building. Right. It's right, it's just, just like, building. Yeah. So, Billy yeah, not, not really quite a rebuild. So what if they don't win a national championship this year? Then it's a then they had two years Listen, to rebuild. Uh, Alabama's like the Yankees. When you know, if you go to the World Series and lose, it's a devastating year. You're, you're right. Same you're right. Cowboys, yeah, and that's yeah, this yeah. is why well, every other this is why every other coach in America hates Nick Saban. <laughs> that's the truth. And this like, is it's, why it's, he's the best college football player. hundred percent. And that's why the best players go there. Um, <laughs> and he also talks about when he talks about the rebuild. The reason why it's a rebuild is because we lost eleven guys in the first round. So if you want to get drafted in the first round, go to Alabama. We're down to rebuild again. I wish there were a stat. Wins, college football wins, divided by how many players end up in the NFL, I think Rutgers has to be number one because we, we win two games a year. Yeah. <laughs> and there's 35 guys in the NFL. But Rutgers, like, nice ratio. Alabama, nice ratio. Only, they win 12 games a year and right. they have the same amount, of, you know. Imagine that, though. Imagine, like, obviously, Alabama, you're coming from the powerhouse that is, right? And then you have to go get drafted by the worst team in the NFL exactly. and then, like, experience loss forever. <laughs> <laughs> so, success rate's got to be down. Okay. Like Sean O'Hara won six games at Rutgers before he this started is true. This is true. So, we covered all the bullshit. Now we got to the NFL news, which is what we're all really here for. And the Hall of Fame game took place yesterday. Great Nobody game. would Riveting. have known it. I didn't watch a I split second it. of it. Dave did. <laughs> I'm a psycho But um, the headlines, I'm the headline guy. <laughs> I'm the headline guy, especially on preseason football. So, the Jags and the Raiders played. Raiders topped the Jaguars 27-11. Mm. There was two interesting things of note. Trayvon Walker played, got his first career. We'll call it career in, in quotes, air quotes, because it's the preseason. But he got a sack, so it was good to and see. And a roughing the passer on the first play of the game. I'm, not, I'm, <laughs> okay, I'm okay with that, too. If you Me have a too. Guy, I think that's right? the greatest That's the ever. best possible thing you could do as a rookie, first-round pick. First pick overall, come in and just light the He's quarterback up. Jared no matter was what. Like, Holy no matter shit. what. And he's right, he's the, totally going to make the Hall of Fame. The most right? curious thing for me was that fact that Josh Jacobs not only played, but he, played, he played like a lot. Yeah, he, he got, got a bunch of carries. And I was, I was worried every time a he got the ball. A little questionable like, don't get hurt, for don't get me hurt, to be playing your what projects to be the starting running back who's right. proven that he could play in the mm -hmm. league. Um, injury news. Uh, actually, yeah, Matthew Stafford is dealing with a tricky situation, as Sean McVay would put it, dealing with a bad case of elbow tendonitis in his throwing arm. That's not a good sign for the Super Bowl, uh, defending Super Bowl champs going into the year, but they dealt with a patch with Stafford Just another injury spot last in the year wide open. where he threw a pick six every <laughs> yeah, third throw. The word he used was abnormal. Abnormal, yeah. Abnormal. Yeah, yeah, yeah tricky whoa. situation, abnormal. Be out for five years. It, <laughs> might, it, yeah, it might be wolf tickets. It might. I mean, last year it turned out to be, but... Um, Chris Godwin is back practicing with the Bucks and other Bucks injury news. Mike Evans did leave practice today, so they got one guy back and they lose today? one receiver. He left they practice practiced today. Already? Bro, how early? Are they? It's eleven o'clock. What are we, what are we just... talking about, Dave? These guys, it's practice early. <laughs> talking about it's like practice. a job. They, they're there. No, at I just figured. I, I remember going to the Giants training camp. Yeah, I guess you're right. I was early, 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 early year morning. Where like Brady goes four and twelve. <laughs> this and is it. It's garbage time. This is it. This well, is it. I'm telling that, you. I'm making the prediction. Says that oh, next thing you know, like a miracle has <laughs> taken place in Tampa Bay. Every starter got hurt week one, and the Bucks are ten and one, and up by twenty five here against the Packers. We'll be right back. Like I don't understand. It's yeah, just I, one year. I want to have Brady. I like, know. No, retire no. like week eight because I'm hurt. Like, something. <laughs> I like this booth right contract. Now, the Bucks are a lock for the Super Bowl every time I oh, hear another. Hundred percent horrible. <laughs> Hurry, Blake. Deontay Johnson. Signs a two-year, $36 million extension. I think that's on par for what he deserves. Maybe a little bit of an underpay. Uh, considering it seems what, like they're just like, some of these other just guys like a, whole, a placeholder almost. Like, he's, we he's don't want to go franchise he, tag. He's been highly productive, but I think the little intermediate stuff last year, I think it was down the stretch, he averaged like six yards 
a, a, uh, six yards of reception and only like 10 for the entire season. So while they did have high volume, mm. that could have been a little bit of a Big Ben situation, him not being able to stretch the field. But Deontay Johnson got paid. He'll be in Pittsburgh for three more years. Uh, Sky Moore was used in the Kansas City backfield. We talked about the Chiefs yesterday. As we wrapped up the show, I got the update that Sky Moore might be used in the first team in the, all these packages, much like the 49ers Debo. used Debo yeah. last year. And Told Sky you, Moore, everybody wants a ball, Debo at this point. You get these young guys, yeah. you don't know what he's able to do with the I'm ball with in his it. hands yet. I'm cool. But um, he's opening some eyes over there. Speaking of opening eyes, James Cook is looking good in Buffalo, and yeah. that was the quote that uh, Sean McDermott used, that he's opening some eyes. James Cook is the younger brother of Dalvin Cook, the successful running back for the Vikings. Isaiah Spiller is the only other running back in Chargers camp that is taking first team reps. There's been a lot Any of relation to CJ? Possibly. Yeah. I think there is. Okay. But um Isaiah Spiller, he he projects to be a very similar back to an Eckler where he's gonna catch the ball a lot. So it would be a nice uh fill in if Eckler goes down. Keep him on your radar. Um Aaron Rodgers interview. Aired ah, this is where we gotta go. Um, I knew okay. we were going here, so, so I'm gonna get it out of the way. Aaron Rodgers interview aired yesterday, and um, it was rough. It was every bit as rough as I expected it to be. So I am fully on guard today, Jimmy, and I, I'm ready to um, have a verbal sparring match. I know with he's ready. The two of you right he's, now. He's you're geared come up. At have me you seen? Fanhood. I didn't see the interview. Okay, Ooh, well, thank goodness. let's just when you do, when you get a chance, everybody at home, be sure. I only listen to clips, so I do want to hear the whole thing because. As Ari Gold once said in Entourage, you're going to spin right off this planet <laughs> because Aaron Rodgers is a psychopath pansy boy. This, I've never seen a, a quarterback. psychopath pansy yeah, boy. Yeah, I, I mashed it all together. I've never seen anything like this before. Um, he, he went on this interview about to- and talked about doing all the psychedelic drugs. Well, whatever. I don't know. Can you call them drugs? I don't know. They're from the earth. What, mushrooms. I, I, I don't Alaska. care. Okay. Well, f- sure. So he's doing all this stuff. And he came out and said certain lines that stood out to me was, you know, he went on this spiritual journey to find out the meaning and to feel true love. And I'm just like, get married already then. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand. But the best part was he said in one of these uh, little bit of, uh, I don't don't know, episodes, when, when you're high as a kite or whatever you're doing in that moment, he said that he felt like there was a hundred hands touching him and he thought that they're all his ancestors i wonder he i wonder if a nut i wonder if any of them were the, his parents that he doesn't talk to what dude how funny right? no, no no they said that on the fan today they go you know all he goes he's talking about all his ancestors touching him he's like but his uh, his brother won't talk to him I, bro the only thing I his think brother's a fucking tool bag is, rogers rolls right looking for Devontae. oh wait a minute he signed with another team rogers sails it out of sails bounds into the third row. 10, I, all, I, all i can say is eight. this all i can say yeah. is this i i will i would love to listen to the whole thing but you have to assume that now like and I asked Gooch this, and he doesn't care, and that's and that's fine. But like when you're the quarterback of an NFL team, you you kind of want, and this is like the Jeter effect because I've been watching the captain, right? And I'm like, man, Jeter's still so freaking cool. You know, he's such a cool dude, cool cat. You got to have a just a cool wait, character. Wait a minute, though. most of the NFL interviews, most I would say, would you guys agree? Ninety five percent of every professional interview, you get. Well, you know, you know, I know we lost forty eight nothing, but they're a tough team out there. Yes, that's coach yes. speak, okay. player coach speak. speak. So maybe, but now okay, you're getting maybe this. It's okay, way. that the best player in the league. Is uh, on on Mars a little bit, <laughs> and, and you it's know, taking back the narrative. No, like Only they're going to spin this and make it a whole. No, no, maybe anyways. it's okay if the guys. Not everybody is a cookie cutter. Um, well, he, this one is just like you're gonna. That, the problem is, and I don't know how Packers fans are. I don't know how they are as a, as a fan base, like out in Green Bay. I know they're dubs. like, oh, yeah, Sheboygan. You know, like they just they don't care yeah, much. But it was nice but for like, Rodgers to send the mushrooms to Daniel Jones. To take <laughs> for the season. But what I'm saying is this. Like, if for whatever reason, and I don't see this happening, but let's just say the Packers get off to a one and three start, one and four start. Is there going to be Packer fans coming out and be like, you should have done those well, shrooms, yeah, Aaron? There, you will know, be, like, there will be, but there will be uneducated Packer fans because if you listen to the interview, he talked about how he credits that largely to the fact that he won two MVPs was the spiritual journey that he's been on. What happened the previous two years when he was clearly also on ayahuasca in the offseason? Right. I'm but, confused by how somebody could be like, oh, they started rough. Well, there's other factors there. I just wish there would be a pre- uh, uh, offseason where we didn't have to talk about Aaron Rodgers. It's possible that Rodgers, I'm not saying uh, full-blown mushrooms, but maybe it's possible <laughs> a guy like Rodgers has been on a slight... Um, 
drug uh, d- during a game. Is it a banned drugs? substance? I mean, is it a banned substance? Are the NFL is the NFL gonna be like, hey, Aaron, sick interview, I don't bro? Think they do uh, be in a couple what did you take? I think Aaron Rodgers should know better at this point about the banned substance list, especially yeah. given the fact of the whole COVID so situation he ran into last year <laughs> and understanding what he can and can't take. But also, they don't test, I don't think, in the offseason. Only once. So right. what are they going to really? do? Really? Yeah. Only unless you're under. Wait, is that a, that's a fact? Yeah, yeah. Unless you're under. Uh, you're under, pro, you're under you're protocol under, or already. under. You're in that commissioner's. So, in all reality, any player that steps off the field on week 18 and doesn't play until the following year could just do lines of blow for the entire. I mean, they they don't do players do lines of blow like, on Wednesday, on Dave. Days, I don't know. Is 30. Players do. Yeah. I don't know what mushroom. Cocaine stays in your system for like a day. That's like the most used drug. You could definitely (laughs) sweat it out. (laughs) That's like two days. I swear to God. That's like the most used drug by NFL by athletes because the pot is in and out. Scares the shit out of me. Mushrooms, though, I don't know. But now they're allowed to smoke weed. Yeah, now that's not a banned substance anymore. Or at least there's a a certain level. Like you can't just be freaking high. No, no, no. You you could be high just not while at work, and they're not testing for that anyway. That's so Randy Gregory signs with the Broncos. Denver, Colorado. Listen, My God, listen, the birthplace of, of legalized marijuana. Some of that edible stuff, you get a guy who gets all amped up and nervous for a game. He chews on a couple of gummy bears. For the That's game. a PED. You know. Is it? Yes, because it's enhancing in that, your performance. In that, in that regard, it is. So that I, I'm then, curious. Then, Scoop then, actually said then it in the come, thing. Then how come these uh, Scoop said it, are, the shots call aren't PEDs? The what? If you get a shot of Toradol? Oh, I don't know. Well, you know, when I when I did that movie, The Family, Luke Besson, the director... We're talking about the fame. Who's the famous bike? Uh, the bike guy, uh, Lance Tony, Armstrong. Uh, he he looked at me. He's like Tony Hawk. I don't understand why don't Hawkins. famous bike guy. Um, <laughs> he was like, why don't they just let everything be legal and let the individual? And I looked at him like you can't do that. But after a while, he was making an argument. I've like, said that for hey, a listen, long time. If you want your balls to shrivel and you want to die at age thirty-one because you ingested. It's a professional sport. You're making money. It's it's not college. It's not you know. It's an interesting concept. I listen. I say level the playing field. I've said that about baseball for a long time. You want to you want to juice up I mean, and you want to hit 500 fi- bombs. Baseball is go far for it. different but than how much football. Drugs would Gallo be using there's, right now if they changed? There's that some did real, you see him yesterday? Bearded Gallo, I think went yard. Oppo, no, he, 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 no, he hit a, a seeing eye single for beat the shift opposite. And you field. know what? Oh, okay. He's batting a thousand with the LA Dodgers. No, 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 no. He struck out <laughs> awful on his oh, first right. at bat. So Five hundred over that. <laughs> Better than fucking one fifty. If Gallo beats the Yankees in the World Series, oh, you know it's coming. We're not talking about Joey Gallo. I can't do. Right Mushroom staying your system for 24 hours. Yeah. Wow. Rogers has it all figured out, ladies and gentlemen. So I do have one more one more little bit of information on this rundown before we go, and before I toss it back to my buddy Dave. What does the name Simi Fohoko mean to anybody out there? Does anybody recognize the name Simi Fohoko? Yes, he is the fourth receiver on the Dallas Cowboys depth chart right he's now. The, he is the one and only receiver that there is a video out cooking a one Trayvon yes, Diggs in practice. Bad. One-on-one. Uh, and CeeDee Lamb also cooked Trayvon Diggs. Well, so that, it's yeah. alarming. It is a little alarming. Sure is. But we all knew, is, we, we we all knew Diggs gives up the big play once in a while. But that, that ball's a 50-50 ball. Guess who's coming down with it? Trayvon Diggs. And that's that's the, you know, so it's He not, gave up well, 5,000 yards. He also had 11 interceptions. That's not the quarterback, so it'll not going to be a 50-50 and ball. You know right? And there. you know who was like that there he goes. in Cowboy lore? <laughs> who was just like that in Cowboy Drew Pearson? Oh, Everson, Everson Walls? Walls? Oh, yeah. Everson Walls got... I remember at Giant Stadium, he got toasted all the time, but as soon as the ball was near, you are like, uh-oh. I, said, I say this story all the time. My dad was in the second row, end zone, 50-50 ball. My dad yells, turn around, Everson! And he turns around as soon as he heard my dad's voice, picked one off against the Giants. Thanks, Dad. There you go. Won that game. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I... Yes, I saw now the video. Now if you could only follow the Cowboys around, get an end zone seat, <laughs> Every single time Trayvon Diggs is getting beat one on one. I'll tell them to turn around. They can hear my voice. How many people heard me at Raw? I'm loud. As a coach, though, if you know you got a player, I mean, I'm taking this to a serious note. Like, if you know you got a player, like he's he's a, he gets spun around a lot. He gets people like safety in the NFL. An interception so huge. It's a turn. It's a turnaround of the possession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost against a guy like Rogers or Brady. Bailey, yeah, I would ba- want to have two guys like. All right, you know Rogers is going to throw for 400 yards, but if he throws one short, we can maybe pick it off. Right, and Bailey's coming in. Diggs has been cooked, but he had 11 picks last year. If he played on any other team, nobody would care about the yards he gave up. 
That's the truth. You're yeah, a Dallas no, Cowboy. Your yards are polarized. He gave up a lot of yards. He did, but like you wouldn't be talking look, about it if no, he wasn't no, the Cowboys no, no, quarterback. No, 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 I wouldn't be talking about it if you weren't sitting to my left That's right what I'm now. Saying. That, you well, brought it up. But how about, how about yards trust me, that goes the across the board universal. That should be another stat. The Cowboys are the only one that gets ridiculed. Every team gets deals with this shit. Trust me. Giants average. Point four inches of yards after interception. <laughs> as soon as the giant catches it, it's it's like Hoffa tackles him immediately. There's no run back. <laughs> from the well, every God. time the Cowboys get an interception, he's gonna ramble down inside the five. Uh, Xavier Howard had ten interceptions in 2020. People definitely cared. He emerges as a superstar. Okay, so Trayvon Diggs is about to emerge as a superstar. Trust that. Uh, anyway, um, so before we get into anything else, I do want to remind the folks at home. That uh, today's episode is brought to you in part by the Fusco Insurance Agency. Um, if you're worried about your money in retirement, please go visit FuscoInsurgencyAgency.com. Uh, he's also doing some financing. The guy, when I tell you the guy's got his hand, I was talking to Joe Pizzamenti of Attitude of Gratitude Consulting. Um, he said that this guy just won't stop. Like he's just adding business, adding business, adding business. And if you got the bandwidth, go for it. So Fusco Insurance Agency saves you a whole bunch of money in your retirement. And of course, Chris has something to protect all the man parts. Yes, if you head on over to manscaped.com and you use the promo code Shop Sports, you can get your balls shaved for 20% off <laughs> and free shipping Only anywhere in the world. Only shave 20% of they your balls. They don't shave your balls for you. You have to do it yourself, but it is a very easy process to give you all the tools and the tricks of the trade that you need. There's like a step-by-step fucking diagram on how to shave your balls with exfoliators and rubs and creams and they even have the crop shaver 2.0 so when you use the porcelain blade and it gets ever so close and but you want Just that be careful you want that weird look with like the the no fuzz whatsoever look i love the way you do this ad because i really I, when i i'm usually i'm home watching and now you i get really the, think like he, he's at home watching he puts show. his leg up on the desk and he's like so I, I, do this? I, I mean really if i'm like painting you, the picture of I what think it, you have the like cleanest it, balls of the underbelly of <laughs> man <laughs> the, the dark underbelly of man does not exist over yeah, here I just right think, I, you you your, your read is so believable like dave i think is a jungle down there dave, ha- but for dave you, has you are just you are just so convincing dave hasn't even charged his taint jungle trimmer yet <laughs> I, it's at home. It Eventually, like I'll the, get around it to like it. This product is an awesome product. It is an awesome product. The porcelain blade. It like makes loves to your taint. It makes love to your taint while it shaves wow. it, so you don't really have to worry. Making love. It's, 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 it's extracurriculars going day here on. The so take care of the taint jungle. <laughs> Jimmy's in love with my taint jungle, apparently. <laughs> yes. And it is the taint jungle of his my dreams. Jimmy, so so head on over to manscaped.com and um, Jimmy, talk to me after the show. Before we get into anything, oh, well, the fantasy Friday aspect of it, Jimmy, how how are you doing? Like, how's how's life, bro? Like, I'm, everything I'm good? Okay, I um, I'm doing uh, stand up actually. Uh, Tomorrow, say Friday. I was down in LBI for five days. Mm. I'm doing stand up at White Plains, the White Plains Performing Arts Center with Mike Marino. Ah, Marino. Night around. I think the show starts seven, seven thirty, and I'm doing a show in Hoboken, which isn't too far from a lot of the brethren around here. Okay. Uh, at Willie McBride's. I oh, I know. Like, is that the there. one that you got hooked up with there? That there was some kind of my nephew, connection, right? Okay, I remember I'm you the saying only that. Guy, like my nephew's drinking at a bar, and next to a guy, like didn't even know who he was. They start chatting. I'm doing a, I do comedy shows here on Sunday. Oh, my, my uncle does comedy. Next thing you know, I'm headlining. Willie McBride here so on Sunday night. Uh, That's cool. Six thirty. I don't know how many people are coming back from the shore are going to be at Willie McBride at six. Whenever it's light out and you're doing comedy, it's always a little <laughs> bit of a risk. Yeah, but I think people. Uh, some people don't go away. So, so how about this weather? Like, I know. Are you weather. getting a piece of the door? Or are you just getting paid? I'm getting. I'm getting paid a decent amount. I'm getting paid. Uh, uh, some good good amount on um, uh, Saturday as well. The Saturdays in a big theater um, in White Plains, so that should be fun. And uh, the stand-up's been going better. I got like four or five gigs lined up. Nice. Going to be doing Avenel again in, in the new year. So uh, you know that's going well. I had some. Um, if you do Avenel again, that wouldn't tell you to have new material. I realize that, right? Well, uh, <laughs> that's a whole joke. I'm not really going to have new material. I'm hoping that the people who say you got to go see them go who didn't go last time. <laughs> a whole new Hopefully crowd. Hopefully, I'll have a few new bits. Okay. By then. But uh, yeah, I'm doing all right. You know, just I, I've auditioned. The annoying thing is, as an actor, when you don't have any auditions, you want to hang yourself. Mm-hmm. And then when you get like six or seven really big ones and you don't get them, then you. So basically, I want to hang myself all day long. Oh, okay. Because you're like, so, you're like, you're like. So in, a, in, in in summary, Jimmy's doing really well. Yeah, really. <laughs> so. No, it's like when you have these big auditions and you're like, this I'll get this. This will be good. Yeah. Recurring role on a new Netflix show. And you hit a chopper in a second. You're like, <laughs> so uh, you know, I use Gallo as my acting instructor. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all or nothing. But no, it's frustrating. But I'm doing all right. My daughter's doing well. She's done. 
She starts dancing. We got Scoop coming dancing. in saying, my mother-in-law says she wants him at the VFW in Colonia. So now there's a book. Well, I, I've, I've been, yeah, John Maddie, I've been telling him how to do it. And everybody's like, okay, okay, okay. And then they never, and they, it's easy. You're gonna sell out crowd here at 45 no, I, people I, deep. I, if, I, if I'm at the VFW in Colonia, I'll draw a decent amount. Of course, <laughs> Chris won't go. He's got work. What I really want to I need you to do a show on a Monday night or a Thursday night. Here's the thing. Then I'm there. I actually want Chris. And like right in my backyard. I think it's really cool if Chris actually never sees me do stand up. I'm going to sit in the front row. I'm going to sit in the front row and I'm going to put a spotlight on myself only so you could see me not laugh at your jokes as you're telling them. Sitting on his hands. That's what it's going to call it a Chris cam. During the show, you're going to have a camera on you. And then we react. But then we sometimes almost laugh, almost laugh. There's, yeah, you're right. Good stuff. Right on the cusp. Not your comedy, but this conversation. This segment is coming in. Jimmy's a fucking hysterical guy. Listen to his podcast on Tuesdays if we get it up on Tuesdays. That's usually, listen, mine was up on. I got your shit up on Monday night, so yeah, yeah. I digress with that one. Seems to be doing all right. I'm, uh, you know, working with some uh, some social media people that are helping me out. That are it's good because I realize that you can hire a social media person that's only twelve. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, like, wow, like, all those followers on TikTok came no, out of nowhere. I, I talked to a social media person. They turned twenty seven. They're like, yeah, I had to retire. <laughs> Too old for the industry. If you're if you're in your mid thirties and you're doing someone's social media, you, really, you got to go, bro. It's like, you it's look over. like What are you working for the Brett Gardner agency? I yeah, mean, right. It's over. Oh Young kids God. know how to do the Twitter shitter, TikTok, uh, Kooji, Koji things. I don't even know what this doesn't yeah, end like that. Almost royalty. Jimmy, what's a project you would tell people to look for if they've never seen you before? Beer League. <laughs> well, there's three things. The movie The Family. I had a really nice part in that. Michelle Pfeiffer's in that bad Michelle boy. Michelle Pfeiffer's still hitting threes. Yes. Uh, she's from Town Pfeiffer. 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 Jumper. Yes. Um, <laughs> the, uh, Tommy Lee Jones and De Niro. It's a really cool. I, I think the movie's great. Um, it, it didn't do so great at the box office, but it's directed by Luke Besson. It was straight um, to DVD release. Oh, Beer League, Beer League uh, is people from, especially on the East Coast, know me from that. And I would say two big, three big bookings were the season finale of Friends when Jennifer Aniston had nice. the baby, mm-hmm. the uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm episode when mm-hmm. I did the stare down, doo, 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 all that, <laughs> right. and probably uh, maybe the Entourage. Can't believe I you left out his podcast. That's so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> the Jimmy Plum, I'm wearing the hat, and I'm wearing a Molly Hatchet shirt. Molly fucking so, Hatchet. How many guys on the show wear Molly Hatchet shirts? Uh, I've left my home. It's only eight fans left of Molly Hatchet, so <laughs> that's not going to help downloads. But uh, yeah, I would say those are the big three. All right. I have 115 credits, which add up to residuals and stuff, but I wish it were more. So he's living on Easy Street right now, by the way, folks. (laughs) Some of those 17 cent checks. (laughs) Is that that the lowest one you get, is 17 cents? I've gotten a check for zero. Wait a minute. Then why send you a check for zero? I got a check. First of all, you got money up front? I have at least 100 three, three cent ones. And I finally got Well, then that would be freaking three bucks, bro. I love going to the bank. Whenever I get a check for 0.0, I love going to the bank with the check and I sign it. You walk up and you just say, Endorse here. But if you say it really casually, I'll just, you know, cash this. Okay, Mr. Plumbo. And all of a sudden they go, they don't look at the number yet. They add add all the numbers in. All of a sudden they go, Oh, oh, sir. Uh, And then they're confused. I'm like, I'm like, Rob's like, Well, um, I said, I want to cash. You got to cash it. She's like, well, I actually had one lady just slam the desk. That was the payment. <laughs> <laughs> she she, the bank manager came over. And it was, she was like confused. And she was like, no, it, it went through. It went through. I'm glad it, bro- I'm, I'm glad it, I'm glad it cleared. Probably cost $1.25 for one. Thank you, Paramount or whoever. <laughs> Goodbye. That's, that's hilarious. But, but funny, there used to be a next door neighbor. I told this story to I got I got a 30 cent check from Law and Order. And every time I pulled in front of the house, <laughs> bum, bum, he would bum, yell bum, out, bum, Hey Jimmy, bum. I saw Law and Order again last night. You were on another 30 cents. <laughs> now I, it was my joke. I told him the joke. But after all those days, you get out of your car, you're bitter a little bit. And so one time he came in and, he, and he, I really wanted to tell, turn around and curse him out. And two days later, I got a check for like $2,100 on a residual. So oh. So I said, I'm not going to cash this right away. So I pulled up. He's like, hey, Jimmy, I saw a lot of her 30s doing that joke again. So I strolled over, you know. Really <laughs> I was like, yeah. But some of them are this. And he was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he never bothered me again. How about that Super Bowl commercial? <laughs> <laughs> I get involved here. 
That's me. good, man. Heard uh, it's good to see you back in studio. I mean, yes, you, 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 beautiful. By the way, you basically everyone... NWO'd us for all you wrestling fans out there. He turns back on shop and now he's going to well, unde listen, undefeated my media, easy, my easy which is pass, eight seconds away from his house. My easy pass bill started to become steep. <laughs> you should have told us. We would have gave you. Uh, we would have validated all validated, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But right will, next to your residual check for will, all your merch. I will tell everyone that. The studios do look really, really well, and everything looks much better than it did. Wait until you see the other one. We'll show you the other one after the I show. I took a glance in. I'll get a, I'm getting a full tour. Yeah. Um, everybody forgets about the liaison here. <laughs> yeah, we have half the interns <laughs> are because of Jimmy Palumbo, including if, his niece. If this becomes like Sun Studios where Elvis recorded his albums, there'll be a little plaque outside. <laughs> Home of Jimmy Palumbo. Uh, there's Studio A, there's Studio B, and then that little corner over there, that's the Jimmy Palumbo studio. Palumbo you can go over there. Yes. Oh, that's good, man. Good Place to hear. looks great, though. It does. Thank it really you. Does. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're, we're, we're at it over here. All right. Fantasy football. It's time, ladies and gentlemen. It is absolutely time for fantasy football uh, brought to you by Shop Sports. Um, anyway, so there's things we've done already. We've done the, uh, you know, guys that might overshot their ranking, who might overperform their ranking. We've gotten yep. guys that we don't want to draft and stay away from a couple weeks back. Today, I want to play a little game with you. It's called this this guy or that guy. Because there's going to be a lot of situations where you're in. And I actually did this in a mock draft a couple times because I'm dangerous from the 12 spot. Um, I was doing my mock draft at 12 and it got to the later rounds. And like there's players that are on there. I'm like, oh, that's the no brainer. But fuck, I kind of want him. You know what I mean? So there is a this or that guy. And I started like round three and beyond. So if I can bounce a couple ideas off you, maybe you give yeah, me a reason why. These are why. all new. I haven't heard any yeah, of these I've, guys. There's so no pre-production in this. So How deep do you go? I only went from about round three to about, well, actually round three and four. So like right there. Oh, like You give me no, this is th easy. These are layups. Right, well, it. maybe not right. because actually when it's higher in the order, I feel like it's harder. Because I mean, like it, this is pivotal to your team. Because when you when you take a flyer on a Devontae Parker and we, no, in I guess, round I, nine. Yeah, it, it makes sense. How many do you got? I got three. Ooh, all right. Okay. And then I got one quarterback question. Okay. And I swear to God, it has nothing to do with Rodgers or his psychedelics. Okay, so. I hope it doesn't have anything to do with that. I have a, no, it has nothing to do with that. I have a quick question before well, you go into it. Yeah. When, you know, like, I only do my thing through the ESPN yeah, yeah, yeah. family. But there's only eight people in, so it's not like it's more than. There's always there's always good players available. Right. Really. Eight person draft, you get stacked. Auto, the auto thing, and I don't know, this is for the dumb people listening. The auto, the pick that they say auto you draft? should take. Yeah, the, the suggested how, player. How, like, is it always, is it way off? Is it kind of accurate? Is, any, is there any place to find that there out? Is, Best the, player available usually, it's, right? It's, yes. it's, it's inaccurate in the sense that some guys are injured, but they don't get marked down in the projections yet. So, like, you could get a guy that's clearly hurt and everybody knows <sighs> it, and that's why he's high. So he gets skipped over for two rounds. And then when you go, it's going to give you the next best available player according to the the site and the, the point so, and the point scoring system yeah the, right. well of course it's going to go based on the league's points and okay. if he's the next guy and everyone else passed on him and then you're back it's picking on you and you get the next best available player according to espn the injured guy is the next best okay. available even player. if he's injured so injuries are probably the biggest uh, yeah and, thing you got to win mm -hmm. and and also when you might be going in with a philosophy like all right i want i want to get a couple more receivers because my starting receivers are weak i loaded up at running back early after your your team is filled out, they don't factor in team strength of starters yeah, for okay, your bench. Okay. So I, then I, you you'll just get six, six more running backs because they're the highest. So guy you on the basically list, even though you that. should be taking receivers there. So you might get the best team, but it's a lot less of a uh, chance. Right. But you could also reason. like. But you might get a great grade on ESPN because you took all their suggested players. Like this draft is an A plus, right, right. you know. But like in reality, it might be like a C. And and Rubes who won. By the way, James Rube coming in, he won. A, an unhealthy amount of money last year on DraftKings alone, and he says the, the the rankings that you're seeing, the best player, those things are way off. But it also depends. If you have uh, 32 teams, you have 32 players in your league, right? Is that different? I only have eight. No, no, no. no, no well, no, no, no. no, no. no, no. It, it, the, the rankings are going to stay the same. Right, there's going to be a whole... No, I'm going to have a, a, a whole other episode on the Jimmy Palumbo <laughs> show teaching him the basics. Fantasy, fantasy one-on-one -on -one with okay, Jimmy Palumbo. No, so, no, 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 look, look. The, I think people like to know this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. The there's like 12 teams is standard in a fantasy league, and you pick out of the 32 teams. It doesn't matter how many. You're, a 32 team fantasy league is just not going to happen because we had a 16 team fantasy league last year. Was brutal. So if you everybody brutal. has one quarterback, who's going to have a backup quarterback? Right, right. You would actually you, have to pick backup quarterbacks, like actual, yeah, so like that's not like Tyrod oh, Taylor yeah. of the Giants. But if you only have like eight people playing, most odds are you might get 
everyone should have a decent quarterback is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. Top for sure. and Kyle, I, yes. Kyle, to answer your question in the comments about, uh, yes, each site does their own rankings and they, they base it based off of their most standard or PPR scoring. But then you can, on some of these apps, go in and modify the scoring and yeah. your rankings will like modify if you get bonuses well. and Most shit of the apps and, you can. Right. Yeah. Most of the apps you can. All right. Okay. So here we go. I'll start. I, 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 like I said, I don't think these are layups, and Rube and all you guys out there can definitely chime in as well because I'm curious to know everybody's thoughts because there are a couple situations where you land in this spot, you want your first receiver, second receiver, whatever the case may be. Round three, I'm on the clock. T. Higgins, Keenan Allen. Who are you grabbing? I'm taking... And why? I'm probably going to take T. Higgins because he's younger. It's not a dynasty thing. It's just I know. one-year but, fantasy. But, I would imagine eventually the wheels fall off on Keenan Allen before they do on T. Higgins. He's in a really good spot opposite Jamar Chase. His usage down the stretch last year was abnormal. And when you're looking at Keenan Allen, there's nothing bad you could say other than the fact that at a certain point, you would imagine that there's going to be some type of fall off. You can't have a thousand yards and ten touchdowns for I don't know what is what that might be Mike Evans, but I put those and guys Mike in Williams almost the same is class. On the other side. Well, that's what I'm saying. Mike Williams, <laughs> both of these guys are counter punches to the better receiver. I think Mike Williams it's has a very good, them it's a, a little very bit. Good one. I'm going. I'm going T year. Higgins. I'm going T Higgins on pure preference, but you you can't go wrong either way. That's like. I'm going, yeah, T. Higgins. Yeah, so Rube coming in. I'm Mike Williams over Keenan Allen, so Higgins over Allen for that reason and that reason alone. All right, let's switch over to running back. You're on the clock. You don't have a running back yet. You're like, oh, shit, I decided to double dip at receiver. That's not going to happen. Well, whatever the yes. case may be. Okay, in in any event, if you're up against it, you're on the clock, you got to find somebody that's going to produce, and I'm talking about one guy coming off an injury and one guy who we actually just watched last night get too many touches, Josh Jacobs. Or J.K. Dobbins coming off the ACL. These are hard hitters, motherfucker. <laughs> I wanted to make sure I test your wit. I'm not really sold on Jacobs in fantasy. I haven't ever been. You don't um, think he's going to face a lot less stack boxes? I worry. Fact, I worry Devontae's a little bit the with the Josh McDaniels coming in there. And if you look, has there really ever been a feature back that got used a lot in New England, at least over the course of the season? I think, you know the the. Kendrick, uh, what's the guy's what, name? What, Drake, what, I'm sorry, Drake. I missed the point of New England. What was New England? New England, Josh McDaniels was oh, their offensive right, well, coordinator. I, it might be a different story. He's never system. had one. Yeah, but even when they have, they have. They definitely have. Over the course of his tenure, they've had guys. They just they managed to use their guys differently. And I think they're going to use um, Drake. Is it Drake or yeah? Edmonds is in. Yes. I always get those two guys confused. But Kenyon Drake is still there, and he's probably going to play a little bit of the James White role. I don't know. I, I just don't see enough of the volume. They're going to throw the ball a lot this year. So when McDaniels was with Denver, they drafted Noshaw Marino with the first pick, uh, 12th overall, and he had 247 carries his rookie year. Is he a Jersey native? Nine, yeah, Middletown yeah. South. Yes, sir. 950 yards. So, I mean. Maybe. It's just, you know, you never know. But I like your point, though, because uh, New England, they never really had a one back. So you don't know but if he's going to do that. There's, I'm a, obviously, the injury situation is a little scary, but he's talking like he's ready to go, and they're holding Apparently him. Apparently, he's ahead of his uh, in knee rehab. He's ahead of Edwards and his knee in Gus Bus, so he's ahead of that. Baltimore is a good Zamir a good White rushing, ring a bell a with the Raiders. Zamir White apparently will take touches away from Jacobs on the early downs this year. So you're right. Maybe McDaniel's has this <laughs> scheme in his head that he's got multiple options over Josh there. Josh Jacobs has underperformed in my eyes the last two seasons. <laughs> so. At the third round, I feel like if you're missing out on a running back and you're stuck taking Josh Jacobs as your one, you're going to have a long year. Okay. You're going to yeah. need to make something happen. All right. And, and now, and the, the Dobbins thing, because of the fact that I think Dobbins has a chance to be a star, maybe because we we don't really know. I was, you know, like pumped you, about him last really year. Know. Yeah. So if Dobbins could come in and be the lead the league in rushing for all we know this year, yeah, we know uh, Jacobs isn't. All right. Uh, somebody we just mentioned, uh, Mike Williams. <laughs> he finally saw your comment. Uh, Mike Williams, who we just talked about, who apparently is better than Keenan Allen as an option this year, or your boy, Scary Terry McLaurin. Mike Williams or Terry McLaurin in 2022? Oof. I say Mike Terry Williams. McCla Terry, for the, Terry McLaurin. I say Mike Williams for the sole purpose of having Josh Her uh, uh, yeah, Herbert but he's got throwing him the ball. Them. I think Scary Terry's so, going to get more throws, ain't he? So... Wentz will be broken by He's week the four. number one, but, you know, Scary Terry, has he had a, a quarterback that's been good or healthy yet in his career? No, but you yet he averaged. respect. 
just on be, Tyler he, he has not. name. He, so the answer is no, he has not. Carson Heineke. Wentz is the best quarterback that he's had in his career, as bad as that is to say. He's definitely the best quarterback he's had. So his, his usage has been there, and his production has been there. I'm not so sure, man. Mike Williams, he was the number one receiver in all of football last year through, like, week four. He had four weeks where he was a complete non-factor, though. So there's dud games out of him. He he doesn't show up all the time. McLaurin, like a young he is Amari a lot more Cooper. consistent. He's a lot more consistent, and there's still the propensity for him to have a big game as well. It's scary, Terry, for me. Florida Mike comes in and says Mooney and McLaurin put up the same numbers last year. Well, they didn't, but I know what he's saying. McLaurin, they— I mean, if you— if you said that, then maybe it's true. No, he didn't. I know it's not true because one guy had 91 catches, one guy had 70, but the the yards were like very similar. So he's more. How's that possible? He's a bigger. He's, he gets makes bigger plays, and he has a. True. I wouldn't say a worse quarterback because Justin Fields can't throw either. But. All right, I want to switch it over to quarterback, Gooch. I know you're not big on drafting quarterbacks anytime early. I know a lot of guys sit on quarterbacks until almost rounds. 13 through 14 or whatever. But if you had to choose right now, statistically, and a guy that's going to lead your team and your guns to your head, like Gooch, by the way, and you, let's just say you have a partner in the in the venture and it's a $1,000 buy-in. So, hey, we're going quarterback this round. It's either Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen. It's no-brainer. Yeah, okay. not even close. And the reason why is the running ability or, like, why – I mean, yeah, Mahomes still last has year his he had 700 threats. rush yards, and he doesn't have Tyreek Hill, so there's a little bit there. I think Mahomes is going to have a solid year, but he, I, I also think he's going to throw so a little like, more you're picks. You're telling me that in, in, fan, in, in your average Allen. fantasy league, having Aaron Rodgers is just an okay thing? No, I mean, going no, into this, this year, year, it's with no Devontae, there's obvious trepidation going into that. Before, you know, under, but Rodgers last year won the MVP, but he wasn't the best fantasy quarterback because he didn't run the ball. It was just his efficiency – he didn't throw picks, and efficiency was what won it for him last year. No doubt about it. As well as was he having in the top five, who uh, Rogers as a fantasy. I think it was close. I mean, you got guys like Jalen Hurts that were, I think, maybe yeah, Jalen Hurts around him to me, because stunk, of the rushing but yards. His rushing yards See, again, moved him up the rankings. Which is why but you weren't in a bad spot having Rogers last year. You know, you weren't stinks. you weren't in a bad spot. It's all situation. Intern Nick coming in. You guys just wait. Daniel Jones and Saquon to have fantastic years this year. The only reason why Saquon's having a good camp is because it's against the Giants defense. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, not even hey, no, remotely gonna, you know, false. I'll give you one. Here's a guy who's going to do well. It's a Rutgers guy. You guys probably heard of him. The kid Pacheco. Pacheco. Yes. I was going to bring him up earlier. Um, he, uh, I watched him play for f almost every down, and the, uh, they, the, the Rutgers offensive line was like me and Dave and you guys out there. Okay? <laughs> right. And this guy always ran hard, and whenever he did have a hole, he ran really well. And he did not. He had a year of eligibility left, and he bolted because you know running backs only have an hour and a half in the league. Mm. And I think I, <laughs> I'll be shocked if he gets cut. There's no, I don't think there's any way he's going to get cut. Okay, interesting. And Herman Edwards was another. Not Herman Edwards. Uh, Who's the guy Edwards that was on the Ravens? Uh, Gus Edwards. Gus, Edwards. Gus Bus was the same way. Rutgers stunk, but he always did well. He went to the league. And he I didn't know Gus Bus is from Rutgers. Yeah, yeah bro. I totally Transfer forgot that. Miami to Rutgers played two years. Oh starting wow! Starting running back. I don't. Well, I don't stunk. know. I don't remember that. Um, all right, so those are my this guy or that guy things. But I do have a couple questions. Okay, got some questions for the guru over here. This year, where on earth are you putting Michael Thomas? Considering he's back, he's back to practice. We haven't played; he hasn't played football in like a year. It feels like maybe even actually longer than that. I don't. Was he even on the field at all last year? I don't think he was. No, is he? Is he back to practice? Yeah, yeah. yeah. From what I've read, he he's practicing. He looks good. So where is Michael where Thomas? Michael in? Thomas. I'm is not. this one of those guys that are going to be like, oh, I'm a nail you in the seventh round, and you're never going to see this coming? You're like I'm, almost like the the flyer, but it's also like it's a pivotal move by your team and franchise. I'm not really high on Michael Thomas. He hasn't really done anything in over two years they're about two years now there's an injury situations there's a i want to say a character issue but i don't really know enough about it but michael thomas just seems to be a little bit it's a little out outspoken there. lately and i don't trust that guy um on a week-to-week -week basis because he's a little bit of a head case and we've seen it in the past i don't know that there's been an injury this entire time i think there's other things at play but that's my speculation and opinion i have no inside scoop on what's going on with michael thomas for that reason i went into a couple years ago and i was like i wouldn't touch antonio brown in this draft i don't know if he'll ever play again i ended up trading antonio brown for aaron aaron jones at the time before he even became anything good i got ripped apart antonio brown's He's had another run in the league, but nothing, not that, nothing not that compared, year. right? Not that year. I don't want to put Michael Thomas in the same 
breadth as Antonio Brown, question. but zero chance uh, by Rube. He wants nothing to do with Michael Thomas yeah. this year. I got, I got a novice question. Which team, the cumulative team, had the best fantasy football numbers? The Dallas only? Cowboys. They were number one. Why no. I say that is because they had the number one offense in the league, so that means they're putting up numbers. No. I'm wrong? No. Yes. No, I mean, no, no, you're, yeah, you're wrong, words, for like, sure. I'm sure on these big websites, someone could tell the, the Cowboys had 11 players. Like the Rams, probably. With oh, Cowboys. Rams. Yeah, but they had no running game. I'll tell you. Hold on. Let me look. I'll look it up. Um, saying, like, like, no, like, there's definitely teams because of a tight end like, situation. Like, listen listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. If you have the most... Yards and you're the number one offense in the league. Doesn't that resonate into points and so fantasy? So if you have the most yards, if you have the most sure. yards, they, I don't know where what in fantasy means that like you're the most yards get you the most points. There's so many different point, factors. Right? What kind yeah. of league are we talking about? A and B, like if you're the number one offense because you have the most yards, it doesn't mean you have the most points. Were they the highest scoring? But offense? the Giants had to be dead last, right? Had to be. Yeah, probably. Like there's other factors. It's not just a guarantee. Worse. Like oh, the Cowboys are the number one offense. They have the best. And also a lot of it could be. What Guys that aren't drafted. What cost you point? Interceptions and yeah, it's a field? it's a question that's really hard to answer in like, a sense. There's no of, site that says shows that. Like, are you I talking about so. every play, every player? You know, there's just different there's different leagues, so you can't. Okay, so ready? Things, so the Dallas Cowboys number one in offense, number one in yards, number one in touchdowns, number one in points scored, number For fantasy? one fantasy. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm talking about overall. Like. Oh. But but you're looking at it the wrong but way, Dave. I'm, I'm I'm telling you that like there's there's a reason why I said what I, I said. Know, it's no, not like I'm just I like ah, the Cowboys rule. Those are five big categories. Yeah, usually in all fantasy leagues. football. So the Cowboys have to be at least in the right, top. right. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is, if you're it was asking, the Cowboys, just said it. If you're asking the question, no, I, just, I, I if you're up asking up the question of like nothing like um, if you're talking about draftable players, and you're adding up points, like you might get. Touchdowns out of guys that are like the James Washington, who's not on a fantasy exactly. team. Exactly. So if you're just saying like the team overall, that's weird because nobody no, factors just, it no, in no, that what, way. No, no, no. The, the question has, was which team had the, the highest question. scoring fantasy points, and I said right. the Cowboys because I knew that they led the league in offense as far as right. yards and touchdowns. So therefore, if so facto, you're getting a lot of fantasy well, you points. You didn't know that they led it in touchdowns because you just checked. I just checked, but how do you? How else do you rank number one in, in offense? I, I would I would assume the Giants have to be so far. <laughs> yeah, they're last. That list. They never score. Here's the here's they the Cowboys. Here's the order: <laughs> Cowboys, <laughs> Bucks. Bills, Chiefs, Chargers, Bengals. Yeah, I want to know what, what website that's on because I just Googled the question and there's like 50 things and nothing. There's it's nothing Rube's, that says team. Um, it's in Rube's. Uh, Excel, if anything, Excel I trust doc. Rube's numbers <laughs> yeah, over like everybody else. Doc, the guy bought just, houses just a, just a <laughs> with a freaking fantasy. Anyway, another question for you. This is a good one. I think it's a good one because there was a significant. Giants were only behind the Jaguars, by the way, according to Rube. They were 31. So, they were so 31. Wow, <laughs> that's true. That's bad. I'm sure there was guys like uh, 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 Sterling Shepard at the end of the year, like, another catch on a 17-yard seam route. You know? They just didn't cross the 50-yard line. Ever. Right. <laughs> or they were taking knees on their own four or whatever that play was. Um, all right. So this we went to uh, McDonough's for the draft, right? We've seen some high-profile players go into the first round. Who's the best rookie to draft in this year's class when, when, when that time comes? To take a stab at a rookie. Who's going to be the best performing Hall, rookie? Not even close Jets. to Jets. Yeah. Brees Hall is the first rookie you, off the You board. feel like there's no split skis with Michael Carter? No. Not as the lead. You're not going to worry yeah. about that. Michael Carter will be an in. He's going to have his role, I think, no matter what it is on that team. Michael Carter wasn't the lead back last year. He had a couple splash games. Because, well, because the, nobody was really the lead back last year. That's not true. They had... They had it, it wasn't him. Like he Ty had Johnson. his role, no matter who else was getting the ball on first and second down. Uh -huh. It typically he's more of like the Pollard type, okay. where he's gonna spell the lead back, be a change of pace guy. He could catch the ball out of the backfield, but no. Is there um, any way to none have, of those receivers? Are, huh? Are there any leagues like Parsons say on the Cowboys? Are, are there any leagues where you, you could take a Parsons and it would help you, or is it just yeah individual defensive player leagues? Yeah. Have you you would just oh, for that? Oh, those drafts are like TJ eighty-four Watt. rounds long. Yeah. But yeah, there, there's people out there that draft defensive players. That that screws up everything because guys will take a a JJ not JJ Watt, um uh, TJ Watt early, right? They're like, oh well, you know, TJ Watt's gonna rack up sixteen sacks, he's gonna have ninety-five tackles. You know what I mean? Like Oh, I didn't realize there was defense. Oh yeah, dude. Leagues. Oh, wow. there's it's deep. It gets there's, deep. There's, I would love to be in one, but I just don't know if I have There's definitely patience. some receivers that are in line to to possibly make a splash, Drake London being the one that jumps out the most at me because he's Alave in a spot. with Jameis down there. Um, I put now that London you said that Michael little, Thomas is a little bit no better go? of a situation with Atlanta. Atlanta's 
got one of these tricky teams because they're a team that I feel like they're not good. They're going to be down a lot, but they have a really good secondary. So they might be in close games here and there. Mm. And I think Drake London has a chance to be the best receiver in this class. I think that's consensus that people think he may turn out to be that. But the position, you know, there's if you if you're really looking at like a rookie receiver that you want to draft a rookie receiver, it's somewhat I wouldn't say a project, but you can get value later. Brees Hall is the one that goes first because he's a running back. I see him going in the like sense. late second round. Really? That yeah, that so early? Okay. When we're talking about a lead back on a team that's going to be committed to the run with Robert Sala and his philosophy, I like Brees Hall. I do like Drake London, but where we're drafting him, you know, like I'm not even looking at them in the same realm because Brees Hall is like two or three rounds, maybe even five rounds higher. I got another question within the NFL. Gun to your head, who's going to have more wins, Giants or Jets? Jets. Jets. No, I got the Jets starting it. five and zero, oh, Jimmy. That's true. All right. Just, yeah, remember that, Chris? You Giants, Jets, Jets. No, I think that the Giants have as good of a chance as the Jets do this year because the division. I think the Jets division is a little tougher, for sure. I think they're the Giants are. They did good in the draft. They didn't have a great off season, but I like the Giants. Um, what they did with their front office. Daniel Jones now has a chance. You know, Kadarius Toney coming back healthy. They have a little bit. They improved the O-line a little bit, but I have to see it, obviously. But the same thing with the Jets. What have the Jets done? The Jets are consistently in the top five, too. I feel like the Giants are going to be good, better. There could be wolf tickets there. (laughs) Better, but I'm I'm basing that on... How many weeks weeks are they going to be on your stinks list? That's I don't don't think... I'm not putting one above the other. I think that the Jets fans... I feel like the Jets... Giants fans are a little more understanding that their team might not be good this year. Jets fans might be in for a rude awakening when they expect win after win. Or I don't think they're expecting win after win. There's I mean, you can Jets ask Rob fans. how he feels. He's you a Jet guy. To the, um, the new Jets podcast? Are you sure they're not? I mean, no, I have not I mean, listened these guys to the new really Jets podcast yet, Jets which you can find on the Chop Sports well, Podcast right. Network. What an unsuccessful stadium MetLife is. The Giants and Jets. It's a fucking like tin can. The whole place looks I've like shit. Seen, I've, 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 I've like never seen a guy get horrible. I've never seen a guy get anointed as fast as Joe Douglas has without having done a goddamn thing yet. Yeah, but no, no, no. Well, the no, reason no, no, why no. I, I can back up That's Big wrong. Joe here because look what he did to a, with Jamal Adams look like that got, right yeah. there like you turn Jamal Adams into all this draft capital and Jamal Adams is almost this practically is out of the see. league he's thinking so, so look, bad at look, this point I, I would there's a can't catch a ball to hit him in the guy, face you got a you got a real bad situation out in Seattle that allowed Joe Douglas to look that good. I want to see the proof in wins and losses. That's what matters. I don't care 100%. all these trades that work out or don't work out. We're going to find out when the Jets, if the Jets make the playoffs in the next year or two, then, okay, Joe Douglas did yeah, a good job. I agree. But if he didn't, then they anointed him for no reason, just to get rid of Jamal Adams. Adam Adam Gase, like, destroyed that. Oh, I my agree. God. He destroyed I forgot the all culture. about that the psycho. Culture. Well, I mean, Remember him? the culture With the was eyes? fucked Jets for a while. They've had some guys Rich that tried to fix the culture, but even Rex Ryan, fuck, like... Well, Ryan gave them. Ryan Ryan went to the AFC Championship game twice in a row with Mark fucking Sanchez quarterback defense. I'm not saying talk about pulling out talent out of your players. I'm not talking. I'm not talking. When Rex Ryan left, it wasn't like a winning culture that stayed. No, of course not. I think that ended pretty shitty. They wanted him to stay. It ended shitty. So that's but they had a run. They had a decent team. Sanchez was throwing the rock to what? Who? Santonio Holmes, Braylon Holmes. Edwards, guys Black like that. Mm. I love that team. That that Jets team was fun. Now let's go have a goddamn snack. Right? It did, not change, <laughs> it did not change the culture. What Adam Gase did the fan base for Adam Gase, Adam Gase destroyed whatever was there. But yes. I, I'm just saying the Jets have had like the of Jets course. have been this my whole true life. Fact. Jets Adam Gase has not gotten even a high a head school a head school head coaching job at a high school since true. then. So like. That dude was obviously bred to be an offensive coordinator, and that's it. You're not a leader of men. You actually would, led your team to a pond to drown. I would love okay. to know actual attendance for the Jets and Giants home games from no from December 1st on the last eight years. <laughs> no, they, they're like always I, They're there. Know, they they're, sell. They're always sold. I, I, yeah, I, will, say, I will say the Cowboys actual, attendance also, at Giants Stadium there's, there's is always also, good. That's what I'm saying. Like There's a I lot, there's of, no there's a lot of fans either. around here. So if your team is coming to the Meadowlands to yeah. play a game, everybody goes. Because it's an attraction at this there point. There were some Giant games last year in December. I know. Individual like... <laughs> go! Way to go! Way to go, Danny! Like, Dude, I was in a set. Ready for this? I was at the Cowboys Giants game. It was later in the year. It was freezing, right? I went with my boy Ugo, my boy, uh, my boy Greg, and we're sitting there. And I'm like, 
guys, we have the whole row. We're like, this is great. We know that nobody's in our way. And then like the Giants would make a play, and I'm like looking at him. He's like, yeah, I know. Forget it. <laughs> you know, what the hell with him. I'm done. Uh, but anyway, so Giants, Jets question there. I have another one more fantasy at least to touch on real quick. This is a big one because there are a lot of premier backs in the league, right? And you're always like, grab their handcuff. Grab their handcuff. Because especially if you grab them early, right? Out of these four guys, who is the best handcuff to grab? Now, if you have... Take AJ pref- Brown out of it. Pref- he's clearly the best handcuff. Okay, he's in there. Because I was going to say Pollard, Melvin Gordon, AJ Dillon, or Alexander Madison, who always seems to start like three or four games a year. Yeah. Or two, um, two games, but he gets a lot of carries. But... It's AJ Dillon for me, and it's not even close. What do you mean? Explain that to me, though. What do you mean? Like a guy to have handcuff, like meaning like if you draft, like, Aaron I draft Jones, if you Zeke, draft Dalvin Cook, I better get who's Pollard. the guy that you need to get? AJ Dillon is the guy. Shovel Hubbard. Pollard isn't Ooh. even a. Hand- I, I wouldn't put Pollard and, and AJ Dillon as handcuffs because, they're, they, because play they have more? standalone value. That's true. They're going to play. Okay. You could flex them those guys week to week, so depending you, on the you matchup. Guys are anyway, as hell about fantasy football. Yeah, man. So let me ask you both of you. I'm not putting you on the spot. Put us on the spot. Who? I'm not, I'm not saying you've won your league. Zeke. How, <laughs> how, how well have you guys done over the last three years in your individual fantasy football league? I've gotten to one championship. Last three years, I've I've taken runner-up like five times, and I've so not put, won any of them, though. So he's okay, the only one that got... I'm not, I'm not, I know it's hard to win these I, He's the only one to get more uh, runner-ups than years. Right, that's You're in a lot of leagues. So you're so you're you, you I lost to my brother last year in the so championship. You, you, you guys consider yourself pretty successful in the fantasy. I'm only a, I've, all right, for instance, like my league, I've run it now. This is year 17. I've won it once, twice, okay. maybe. So you come in usually once. in the top two. I'm, I'm good. I'm never like out of it by week five, like some of the teams that are in my I'm league. On like, a, I'm on a pretty consistent like playoff run, though. Like, I make yeah, the playoffs. I'm in the playoffs every year. Right, right, right. I find it interesting. I do a lot of leagues, so there's going to be some that I'm not good in because that's just the way it, yeah. it, it like shakes Like the Chop Sports Fantasy wise. League last year was brutal. 16 yeah. teams. Like, it was just like, I don't even know why we, like, we made the suggestion, like, let's get everybody involved. But and look, like, weren't you guys here at like four in the morning? Look, <laughs> right. the, where you finish in fantasy football has so, there's so many factors involved. Well, I know that. that it's, like, it's like the NFL itself. The, like, it's, it's one thing to draft well and go into a preseason, and like, I could give all the advice in the world, but you put oh, somebody in a situation. There. <laughs> there's a lot of situational <laughs> things that happen. Who are you going to start this week? Oh, you know, man. who you, Right, right. Like, I'm fantasy so acumen, you're fairly consistently decent at it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's suck. a numbers game. It's <laughs> I don't just suck. Play the numbers. Yeah. So those are my fantasy sense. questions. And sorry, Scoop. Scoop was definitely with me at that Giants Dallas game. <laughs> I totally forgot. I was like sold him the last ticket. Jaguar my, fan going I there. I can't wait. If the, I, to me, if the Giants and Jets got really good in the next couple of years, it'll be fun in New York. It, I mean, it, I it'll be fun. It's just see, like what the Yankees and the Mets are doing. I can't wait to see how your show evolves because you're both Yankee fans, but either one of you is like the Jets or the Giants, really. And if it, well, according if to you, uh, according really to you, I have a family easy. full of Jets fans. That's true. The Jets would be really big. I was I tried to buy you a sticker at a at a B and B LBI sports shop. There they have they had a giant uh, magnet sticker for your car, and I was like, I was a Jet when I was going to put it on a magnet. I've had car. enough of the car antics for the day, for the last twenty four hours, Rob. I've had enough of this shit. If anybody touches no, listen, my car with a Giant's paraphernalia, listen, I'll everybody's worried kill about somebody. raising their kids in this world, and, and Dave is most fearful. He's not worried about drugs. Alcohol, schoolwork. He's most fearful that his kids are screaming J E T S. What did I say to you before? Like I got stabbed in the hand the other day. What was my biggest concern? Yeah, if I could lift weights. Yeah, I gotta stop. I can't go to the gym. What? Like I'm not bleeding out, dying. I have four sons who are gonna be Jet fan and Red Sox fans. Oh, and who do you like? I'm a Jet fan and a Red Sox fan. All right, we'll see. Oh, you 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 pulled it off. Yeah. How old are they? Uh, I have a 10 year old. First of all, uh, your one is like eight weeks. <laughs> 10 years old? 10. The, the, the filings have not gone in yet. Five, With four, Jimmy and zero. What, is your, what team is your kid like? I'm the former organization called Father's Kids Football Fans, like whatever the society is. And because I can tell you right now, if like my daughter, like come, someday she's dating a guy and comes on with a big star in a set, I'll be like, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> I dated an Eagles fan. We broke up twice a year for three years straight. I'm like, I'm done with you. I don't want to talk to you anymore. You suck. And then like the next week, I'm sorry, baby. Everything's going to be all right. And then they play again. But at least, but you live in this area. So Jet, the Red Sox thing, that's atrocious. Yeah, well. But the Jets thing, that's manageable. You know what I mean? But like, you know. Oh, shit. 
Anyway, like, Chris, does Ashley like the, she like the Packers now, or she just doesn't? She has to by proxy. On, bro. She doesn't have a choice. Really, she, like if I pull her aside, and say, oh, you really like? Who do you like? No, no, no there's no there's no allegiance. Just like when I, but she I, didn't have a favorite team before you, though. Yeah, so I didn't have to cross her over, but now she's oh, so for she life. Was like, okay, so yeah, you just brought her over to the yeah, it's, team pack. There's no right. doubt on that. It's free bet coming in. Bet the Padres money line plus one thirty two live. Pirates. What did I say? Pirates. Oh, Pirates. Sorry, folks. Park's closed. Uh, bet the Pirates money line at plus 132 tonight. Live, dog. So do it now, according to the sauce. Um, my mom's chiming in. I'm 63, and I've been a Dolphin fan since you're 13. Yeah, well, she hates the Jets. I don't hate the Jets. <laughs> so that's that's fine. Dan Marino is the best um, quarterback Survivor, ever to play the, the game. The Survivor pool that we're talking about in the comments, Scoop Stop. saying he can Stop. do that. Maybe Scoop will run a, a, a smaller one, but I talked to my buddy uh, Bobby who has a big survivor pool. It's $50 entry. And when I'm saying this thing is massive. Who? Do massive. I know? Yeah, you know. Bobby Earps this week. Oh, Earps, sorry. Yeah, so okay. it's a massive pool. It's definitely fun getting into it. I've gotten into it the last five or six years, and I got down to, like, the final 10 almost one year. Did they start giving prizes at, like, What's the final biggest five prize money for these fantasy leagues? Well, well the, the prize money. Oh, this is different. Prize this money is, for fantasy this leagues? This is for a survivor pool. You just pick survivor a Survivor pool. You know what a survivor pool is. Right. You just pick. Game a one game every week. week. You can't, and, and you can't pick the same team, team twice. Everybody gets eliminated. They roll the money over to the next season or no? Not the same no, season. But if they, everybody they might start it over. In the same week, they might have a tie. Or they, they, they're yeah. the th last three left going into that week. Then it's a three-way split. Yes. Oh, they don't wait till no. But in this case, what happens is if there's three people left, I'm calling those other two people That's and being so like, funny, "Yo, dude, man. there's like twenty grand in this thing." So I I'm, always love. I'm good with I'm good with guaranteeing five right now for any anyone that gets eliminated. <laughs> uh, Kyle saying, honestly, I'm 99 sure that Scoop was embezzling from the Survivor Pool money last year. I can't prove it, but I have an eye on him this year. <laughs> <laughs> that scumbag! Oh my god! Uh, fantasy contest. What was that one? The fantasy contest. Two million on underdog. What? This year went from first to... Wasn't there one week last year that the most people million. got eliminated from the Survivor Pools? I I, it must have been a I Jet mean, win I, or something no, over the Bengals. Or, and you said like Jets 23 Bengals million people with the lost their... Yeah, dude. I, they happen, so you just got to be careful. Mike White but like, for 400 the, the highest season-long fantasy league that I'm in is $200 a team. But I split that with my buddy. But anyway, anybody else is two hundred dollars a team. That goes up to that's that's what is it twenty four hundred, and then they just kind of divvy it up the champ blah blah blah. But like two hundred is the biggest buy. I know guys that are paying five hundred just so, to get but in. If you win the league, you get like 10, oh, 20 grand. Right? I mean, I mean, depends. But yeah, but wow. just shit down. No joke, man. And it's all a lot of these are all online, so you just get like Venmo the money. And I got some a challenge for all of you this football season. Okay, y'all think you're that good at scoring high. Try sucking. You might actually be good at this, Jimmy. HaterFantasySports.com is our buddy. They're coming here today. We'll be talking some shop with them. But HaterFantasySports.com is literally low score wins. Uh, that's great. You like that? It's like I, golf. You first told me about that last year. Oh, like, dude. What a, it's finally getting launched up. I'm very excited about it. Just to see how, you know, it's one thing. Like, oh, that's that's cute. You pick the if best. <laughs> pick the worst. A, if you're a degenerate fantasy guy, you have to join this. You have to join that. Yes, 100. Like, just to see, just like, to see where you're at. We're like right. picking bad matchups. Like, ah, oh, Daniel Jones against the Cowboys this week. <laughs> Not gonna be good. How about we go pick Daniel Jones in fantasy? That's but great. anyway, so oh, what time is it? Yeah, all right, we're overtime here. Ladies and gentlemen, has been a show. Jimmy, thank you for coming thank by, you. stopping, thank gracing us with me. your presence again here yes. at Chop Studios. Listen, also, guys, just so you know, you might want to go over to Instagram today. What's the handle? Which one? The new one. The Chop Studios? Yes. Well, yeah, the post will be will be up in a moment. We just got the stuff. So, yes, head out over to Chop Studios. New, but not yet, because not it's not yet. up yet. Not, what I'm saying, yeah. later on, I said, go check it out. There is some kind of new stuff brewing with Chop Sports. We've gotten away from the Scarlet McKnight's red and black. We have changed things up at Chop, and uh, we're excited, man. I'm definitely, we got the logos today, and they're cooking. I love it. So go check that out later on. And that'll be it, man. I hope everybody has a great, great weekend. Uh, enjoy all the festivities known as, uh, I guess it's just baseball this weekend, right? No, can't, no UFC events, nothing like that. There might be a fight. You're going to Lavalette, so enjoy yourself. Don't go in the water because we all know you won't you come back. You don't have to tell me to not go in the water. We're safe there. Monday, I will, I will be back. The water's warm down there. Yeah, it's cool. I, he I'll doesn't take your give a shit. It. There's no way he's going in the water. No way. I'll get on a boat. Will you? Yeah. I, oh, I, I'll, I'll get on a jet ski. Right. The LBI. Yeah. 
That was a near-death experience. 56-year-old Jimmy Palumbo on a tube. Um, anyway, so everybody have a great weekend. Uh, big week next week. We start with the NFC. We're going to be starting with the NFC South. So we'll start with the Carolina Panthers, I believe, on Monday morning. Uh, it'll be myself. Rasslin' Rob will be in the house. We're going to record that. We're going to record a new Fight Factory. I got a new uh, a sit-down with Sturge coming. Gary G6 Turner, a bodybuilder, a good friend of mine for a long, long time. He's going to be sitting down with me and telling his whole story because he went from little little guy to just the biggest guy I've ever seen in my life. Uh, so definitely tune in for that. So for Sturge, good. I got two things. One, happy birthday, Ava. Love you. And two, the... Break buds will be going down not this coming Thursday because of said, You'll be love, in of said Lavalette trip. So that's not going to be happening this Thursday. It's going to actually happen the following Sunday. So about ten days from today. And the following if, Sunday. Yeah. So if you're a Patreon member, that's oh, okay. your way to get into the free giveaway. But if you're not a Patreon member and you have any interest in what we got going on, check it out. Check out the last break. It's it's on a, the Chop Sports, Sports YouTube Sports channel YouTube yep. page now, and you'll be able to see kind of get a rundown of how it works. Um, or you could just DM me and I'll give you a little bit, send you a link, and you could bid on your chance to win the autographed uh, full-size helmet. There's a full-size helmet in there, right? Yeah. That's a big so box. So last week we did the mini. Took everything out of me not to just last be like, week we yeah, did the open mini. it up. See yeah, what we last got. week we did the mini. This week we do the full-size, and there's going to be decent giveaways, which we're kind of putting together now. And um, so we'll see you guys next Sunday. Cool. So subscribe to that. Also follow them on Instagram. They do have an Instagram. I'm sure you'll put up some content yeah, soon. Yeah, we're working that out too. I was actually Bro, the, the easiest way to put up content there is just pictures of the stuff you pull. Oh, I know. You know? But like, we also don't have that much stuff that we've pulled yet. So it's huh. like we've got to wait, you know. You did pull that Jalen Tolbert. Yo, I'll tell you Star this. Star wide receiver the, of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be the easiest account that I've ever tried to grow because just having sports cards in your name on the account. Oh, it's going to go through the roof. I'm getting followers, and I haven't posted a thing yet. That's great. That's so, great. Interesting. So, See how that plays out. We're good at social media, ladies and gents. So for Sturch and Gooch and Rasa Robin, Jimmy Palumbo getting involved here with the Chop Sports Daily. Have a great weekend. We'll see you guys back here on Monday. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.